We two-star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor There's man. one more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet. I'm just eating an orange. It's a thing Graham, yeah. um, Graham started. But why don't I just start eating something at the start? Oh, I thought you meant he, he'd started eating that orange like the last time he was there and you were yeah. just finishing it off. No, I, I posted it to him. Well, I mean, to be fair, you weren't going to do much with solid food over the weekend. So. Not really. I think if I had uh, come out drinking, there is a 100% chance I would have shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you still didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> well... We all um, shit the bed, and uh, we didn't have anything wrong with us. Did you all <laughs> share one bed and all shit it? Yeah, we did. It yeah. just, it just felt appropriate. It felt appropriate given the hotel. But you couldn't, uh, you couldn't be confident that each of you had shit. It could just be that one of you had shit, and it <laughs> got so far into everybody else's bum cracks that they thought it was them. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. All we know is just we woke up. up and we were all just caked in feces. Uh, it was probably me. It's <laughs> <laughs> that bad. Through the ether. Just, I managed to project some of it onto you. So, um, yeah, we, we had a, a trip out uh, that Graham couldn't uh, join us for because of his catastrophic bum failure. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and well, actually, that Graham had pretty much organised, booked in yes. all of our activities, booked the hotel. I um, didn't account for the fact that my bum would get a disease. Yeah. Well, it was it was very pre- very much appreciated. Not the bum disease, but the uh, organising. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. So we should maybe tell you what we actually did with the weekend you organised. Because I'd like we... to hear about it. Uh, well, I mean, I presume you've now heard part of it. No, what part? Did you not listen to our recording that we sent you? Oh no, I forgot. Um, I'll do that live on the podcast right now. Okay. Because I didn't get around to. I forgot. I was too busy shitting. Well, you know, it's all about priorities. So this is from the karaoke that Graham Lovelyly organised for us, and then couldn't come to. Uh, and we Which is actually surprisingly good fun. I'm waiting. Hang on, my telephone is just loading it.
It was nice that the um, backing track caught up with you every now and then. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and uh, I, I learnt uh, a very important lesson, which is that Dan is like really, really bad at singing. Oh. And I thought I was terrible, but it turns out he's really, really bad. Isn't he like in a choir and stuff? I mean, if he is, I don't know what's going on, because mm. I don't think he hit a, a, the correct note at any point. Hmm. See, what I heard from that is uh, Adam saying he learned that Chris was amazing at singing. I didn't well, you know, that's I thought about singing. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we sang some songs. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we recorded that just for you. And I Excellent. think because you weren't there, we probably had at least one less drink each. Probably. And, uh, and as a result, we, we felt okay on Saturday. Hmm. Yeah, it was great. Well done. And then on Saturday, we went to Coventry and we played Dungeons and Dragons. And it was brilliant. So it was. Who, who won? Uh, I think I won. Yeah, I think I think Chris was definitely the victor. <laughs> um, Dan, Dan def- definitely didn't win. Oh. Um. Not not in any sense, I don't think. So, do you think um, a highlights package is salvageable from the audio recording that's less um, than six hours long? I mean, the, my primary concern is that it involves me going through very nearly seven hours of audio and trying to pick out the highlights. We could hire a producer. Um, it might be necessary. Um, I mean, I think, to be honest, a lot of the highlights uh, came early on um, <laughs> where where the party... I mean, to be honest, I had a rough plan of what I had kind of intended to be the uh, the plot for the uh, the session, and that that got derailed very quickly, uh, mostly thanks to Chris. Would you, uh, would you like to explain was... how it all went wrong? Yeah. So, what was supposed to be a uh, kind of you know standard gentle setup and introduction uh, in a sort of you know generic tavern in a in a town somewhere. Um, rapidly went downhill as Chris set fire to the tavern um, in an attempt to uh, then save Daniel and win his favour. Unfortunately, was unable to do so and therefore changed his approach to instead framing Daniel (laughs) for starting the fire. Then it got worse... Uh, and Chris murdered a guard in cold blood in order to try and spring Dan from prison. Mm. And then they got sentenced to death. Well, that's fair enough. So, yeah, it wasn't wasn't exactly what I had planned, but it, uh, it worked out quite well, I think. All right. Well, um, having a brown syrup pouring from my anus for an entire weekend isn't what I had planned. Uh, I imagine it was probably less fun than we had. Considerably less fun, I think. And also, both of my children had it, and my wife had flu and sinusitis. Nice! um, It's been really, really shit here. And um, a detail that I think is important is that uh, for your family of four, you only have one toilet. Um, Which... Well, luckily, there was only one of us was particularly shitting at a time, and the diarrhoea wasn't so much frequent as just um, very extreme when it did happen. Right. So there was it was good long time between each visit, uh, but each visit was considerably worse than the last, and um, the worst thing I've ever done. The worst thing you've ever done. That's that's quite. Are you sure? I think you might have done worse things. Um, I don't know. Not that I can recall. Mm. Not that it involved quite so much liquid shit. Okay. Yeah, that that seems like a key factor. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you'll owe me a weekend of fun still, and uh, we'll have to do something again at another time. Uh, yeah, we also owe you some money. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Otherwise, I paid for you to have a weekend away while I just sat on the toilet and shit. <laughs> I mean, and, and we're very appreciative. And that is a, that is a weird thing to do, isn't it, Frank? Yeah. It really is very strange, but... yeah. Would you like to know what we thought of Coventry? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the Weatherspoons we went to was all right, and then uh, the 
news agents we went to was all right, and the hotel that we spent uh, just all of our time playing Dungeons and Dragons was fine. Excellent. <laughs> Did you uh, go to either of the rock clubs? No, no. We just right. had tea, and they went for more Dungeons and Dragons. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We had we had a very nice tea and a Weatherspoons and and some and some beer, and then we found the uh, seemingly the one off license in Coventry. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and and bought some more beer. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the next weekend we could descend on Dan, and do one night out in London, and then we could go to somewhere within a half hour drive of London, which is. Sort of everywhere in the southeast, really. So we could uh, have a nice house. We don't have to drive to Dan's house. How does that work? Well, he lives in London. You can drive to London. Should we just? Yeah, I've I've heard it's uh, it's famously easy. Well, he's not in right in the centre, so I think it would be. Well, I mean, does he does he have parking? We wouldn't all. I would. I would get the train to London if it was me. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We could do that. and then one of us, uh, one of us can drive and sort sort the rest out. Um, but we could go to like uh, Ramsgate or somewhere. Okay, is that a place? Yeah, yeah. Margate. Oh, we, we, we go, go to Margate. Margate. Yeah, that's a bit further than half hour, I think. Yeah, I think Ramsgate's uh, further round, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it probably is actually. We what about uh, Orpington, South End. Oh yeah, South End might be quite fun. There's a pier. There's a really big pier. And lots of Garys. Mm. Yeah. So, well, so are we? Are we going to have a uh, a highlights reel Dungeons and Dragons? Um, because... I'll see what I can do. I might just pull out some little bits because I feel like if I just put up seven hours of unedited audio, uh, probably nobody is stupid enough to download that and listen to it. Uh, I think. I think. I think Dave that. from Birmingham would be stupid enough to download and listen to that. Well, I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, did you did you burn his flat down? Uh, no, because we were unable to um, conclusively identify it, and we felt that randomly burning down flats in Birmingham was probably not a popular move. I mean, if well, I could have just you could have just burnt down something symbolically. If I'd have played Dungeons and Dragons before we went out in Birmingham, then I may well have started lighting fires because <laughs> yeah. it was excellent fun. Yeah, he did. He did go on something of a, an, an arson spree. Well, hmm. no, only only one. I wanted to do more, but you talked two. me out of it. What was the second one? You, you did start two fires. What Chris. was the second fire? That was when you burned down the stables. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that hardly counts. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. And, and at one point, contemplated setting fire to the horses as well to cause more of a distraction. Fire horses would be very exciting to see, wouldn't they? Yeah, and quite distracting if you're, uh, you know, yeah, has one running at you. I would be, um, I would be prepared to, uh, to, to do some editing of the, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons thing. If you okay, well, I will have to, um, I'll have to uh, compress them down a bit first because it's like nearly four gig of audio. Oh, that's I think you should put that out as one episode that just goes onto everybody's uh, auto download. It's just people hurling abuse at us because their their MP, their uh, phones are just full. Yeah. Well, it would. Of, of, it could be the first of of our many new additions to our um, what was it called? Podcast station network. Our podcast network. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Two star podcast. To, play Dungeons um, and Dragons. Oh yeah, you've probably got a whole season out of that. Yeah, they could. Uh, they can listen to to seven hours of Dan getting increasingly uncomfortable as Chris makes various advances on him. Excellent. It so just it nice just bit like, of, uh, sexual abuse as well. There are so many. There are so many situations in life that Dan would just do a lot better if he just would give someone a hand job. Just, oh, just, yeah. just when they first ask for it, <laughs> they. He should know by now that people are let's not going to stop way. asking just because he says no. Eventually, he's going to wank you off. You may as well just do it. Do it willingly. Like if and get if it. he had, like he'd have saved um, a lot of of trouble uh, and a, an inn being burnt down yeah. and <laughs> having to escape from uh, prison. Yeah. As as I see it, he should have on his conscience the 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 innkeeper's lost livelihood. Uh, the dead guard, 
that other fire. The dead guard. Yeah, yeah, I said the dead guard, but um, you didn't hear. Yeah, what else happened? It's all his fault, really. He, he abandoned you in the middle of the woods. He did, yeah. And in the hope that you would just like get away from it, but you didn't. Yeah, and and that was silly because I was going to show him the the very valuable diamond that I'd hidden up my bum, um, but he missed out on that chance. Yeah, Dan was was very much uh, an impediment to party unity. Oh, isn't uh, he always? Yeah, uh, he he really wants to make my life fucking difficult by having to run two separate storylines concurrently. Yeah, his accent was very good though. Oh, it was. It was. Uh, it was a tour de force and also a tour de nations. It was never. It was never Indian. It was just very odd. Generic northern. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we do still have your character sheet, but uh, obviously you didn't do anything because mm. you weren't there. Well, maybe another day when my bum is in ruder health. Mm. When I have a when I have a games room, uh, I will play Dungeons and Dragons in it. By yourself. Well, you need friends, really. That's the mm. one. That's the one downside to lots Just... of games is you need. Friends Just to refuse play. to let the builders leave when they finish and make mm. them live in your loft and uh, be your friends. Well, and play Dungeons and Dragons with you. I'm not sure which which of the builders I would like to be my friends. I like the plasterers; mm. uh, they were quite friendly, but they did make a lot of mess. And even though mm. they tidied up, it's basically like, oh, I'm just going to have to tidy this up again, aren't I? Um. Mm. The the plumbers I had to I had to shout at because they put pipes in the wrong place. Did you have to? Did you have to discipline somebody? Uh, no, but I had to. Um, I had to insist that they came out extra and moved pipes. You had uh, to throw your weight around. I had to go. I had to go very posh and obnoxious. Did you threaten to take it to his governor? No, I I was, had to speak to the person in charge. And I said that oh. if it wasn't done, then we wouldn't pay effectively. Oh. Um, Maybe you should just not pay anyway. That'll teach them. Yeah, I don't mind paying for it. It's been it's been very good overall. Um, yeah, we've got carpenters back again now, and they're looking at all the stuff the plasterers have done. Like the plasterers haven't done it properly, and I sort of think, well, I don't know. I think they probably have. Hmm. When is uh, when is the project due to complete? This week. Wow. So four weeks. That's how they roll. Pretty quick. It is pretty quick to build a hole upstairs. When can I come down to visit and uh, christen my new loft room with my uh, liquid poo? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not sure you will be allowed upstairs. Oh. Uh, I think Gemma has the idea that, that we're going to get people to wear those special plastic things over their shoes if they want to go upstairs. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about about visiting, because at the moment we have got quite a lot of stuff in weird places. So I'm in the kitchen, and one of our chest of drawers is also in the kitchen, because where the stairs are is where the bedrooms used to be. Mm. Um, so... We need to put the house back together a bit, but um, not far off. Where is it now? February. <sighs> February fourteenth. Mm. It is the day of Valentine's. Oh yes. So I do hope that your uh, respective ladies um, appreciate uh, you giving them some time off. I didn't get her a card because I was too busy shitting. <laughs> But I made her a card in Word with some clip art that said that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it, it's very much uh, the thought that counts. Yep. Yeah. I um I I didn't do anything for Valentine's. We just our house is all not in the right place. So I didn't. But last year, um, I went to all the trouble of getting that wonderful card from Hull that just said wife mm. uh, and was the cheapest available card in the shop. And mm. uh, my my wife didn't get me a, a card back. So 
feel oh, like she you owes me really. Holland back for that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Sorry, I'm if just, you're in uh, the uh, if you're in the kitchen, then you can get your own gin tonic without yeah. them to trouble well, her with you. The background noises you hear is not uh, not Daniel like normal. It's me. Mm. I'm making a lovely drink. So what what is Daniel doing tonight? He's, He's going on a date night. Courting a lady. Uh, I think it's like yeah, a speed dating thing, maybe. Yeah, he seemed to suggest it was like some kind of event rather than a specific lady. Right, I'm calling it. It's an orgy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Could be. He's not here to contest. It's the only explanation. Or maybe he's got two dates with two different people who don't know about each other in the same restaurant and he's uh, doing a funny sitcom thing of having to go between the two dates do you think it's like a mrs doubtfire and uh, that one of them thinks he's an old scottish lady (laughs) undoubtedly yeah (laughs) i think dan could probably do old scottish lady quite well or old indian lady it's all more or less the same yeah so yeah I, i i look forward to him telling us how that went um but yeah, that's why he's not here. Do you think he's giving hand jobs? Well, I think. Well, no. As we established, he's he's not very fast and loose with the that's hand the problem. Jobs. It's not going to go well for him then, is it? If he just gets there and just starts giving hand jobs instantly, then he'll be the he'll be the belle of the ball. I think that's probably. I, mean, I think it's it is, how we could make it is possible. He's after a lady. Mm. Um. And and so I imagine in that scenario, the hand jobs would be would be marginally less useful. <clears throat> How no. um what what transferable skills are there to impress ladies? What from hand jobs? Hand jobs. I, I've noticed one, and that is uh, Donald Trump's bizarre uh, handshake uh, technique. Oh yeah, yeah, that is his tug of war handshake. Yeah, yeah. It's quite strange. He doesn't really seem to understand how a handshake works. Mm. Mm. Apparently, Justin Trudeau uh, won the handshaking competition today. Yes, I saw. He did so by not getting pulled off by Trump. Yes. <laughs> I think what you're meant to do when you do that is go in with the head as you pull them towards you, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, I thought that was the point. Smack him in the chest, wind them. Yeah. Hmm. And then as they kind of double over, you just like smack them over the back of the head and bam, they're on the ground. Yeah, I thought that was the point. He must not have got that far in judo. So, do you think we could... Uh... Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. That's not very helpful, Chris. Ignore that. I was thinking about Daniel, and um... and then I didn't really have a fully formed thought around that. Well, would you like me to form that thought for you? Well, my thought was around, like, do you think we could work out exactly what he's doing? And I thought, well, the easiest thing to do is just to ask him next week what he did. Or we could assume that he is involved in terrorism because I found on the internet this week uh, somebody leaked some uh, like documents what the FBI used to decide if somebody is a terrorist or not and I thought maybe we could apply that quiz to Daniel to see if he's a terrorist okay because maybe okay, that's well I mean we've already established that I'm one so there's no point in running against me again no well maybe, so I'm, a, maybe, maybe I'm a terrorist as well okay well you can play along okay so um there's probably some context to this uh but no. I don't know what it is so here are the questions we start at the background section with mobilisation, has the subject mobilised, e.g. has he travelled uh, or attempted to travel overseas to participate in violence, has the subject been arrested in a terrorism charge, or has the subject conducted a terrorist attack? Well, he... <laughs> I mean, those are pretty, he, ob- those are pretty obvious indicators yeah, of I mean, terrorism. He travelled overseas... You have conducted a terrorist attack. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a giveaway. Uh, the... So he's travelled overseas to fire machine guns. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a terrorist that's a, trading. Definitely, that's a that's so, one so for one. Nine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, does subject possess or have immediate access to weapons? Well, everyone has immediate access to weapons, don't they? Because they've got a knife drawer in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So unquestionable. That's that's two for two. 
Does the subject have a history of substance abuse, drugs, alcohol, etc.? I would say that Dan doesn't, but Chris, you do. Okay, fine. Um, Is the subject a religious convert, and the options are less than 12 months ago, one to three years ago, or more than three years ago? So, is Dan a religious convert? Uh, He's got very... He's very moral about, about... Doing doing hand jobs, so maybe that's a religious mm, thing. Maybe he's yeah, probably is. Um, I'd say that's more than three years ago, though. Maybe. Um, was the subject convicted of a violent felony, uh, and then incarcerated following conviction, or not incarcerated? I don't think he has been convicted of violent crime. Not that I'm aware of. No. To his credit, really. Has the subject been medically diagnosed or judicially ruled mentally incompetent? <laughs> and uh, it's much more of a kind of casual. Thing. Yeah, I don't think it's medically diagnosed. It's just generally accepted, isn't it? Mm. Uh, has the subject been officially or legally excluded or disinvited from an organisation for espousing violence, i.e., being too radical? Yes. Well, I mean, he's not on the podcast anymore. No, <laughs> we had to. Yeah, because his uh, his radical views on hand jobs. <laughs> Uh, has subject experienced a recent personal loss or humiliation, either real or imagined? Uh, humiliation. Um, there was quite a lot of humiliation on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, has subject ever experienced or been exposed to a violent change of life event, to include abuse, violence, or assault? Um, I mean, Seb did try to put him in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> if um, if you include the uh, the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Which I think we certainly should. Then, then yeah. yes, he was subject to a violent sexual assault. Okay, it's not looking good so far. <laughs> um, does the subject have military or law enforcement experience? Uh, he's got legal experience. Does that count? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Is the subject suspected of previously participating in extremist violence overseas or attending training camps? Yes, we suspect. Well, we've already established he attended a training yeah. camp. Yeah. Does the subject associate with individuals who have criminal records? Um, I would strongly suspect no. I think he CRB checks everybody. Mm. Yeah. I certainly had to fill in a lot of forms. Okay, so we move on to ideology. Does the subject hold the belief or ideology that supports the use of violence? Uh, yeah, he, because we talked about uh, we talked about vigilantes and you and him were... We're mad keen on... Oh, yeah, you were all for uh, a bit yeah. of a, a swift chewing. Okay, does subject cite a specific significant event or events as the cause of the subject's grievances? I think it's more of a general thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it's anything particularly specific, certainly not that we're aware of. Okay, has the subject sought or obtained religious justification for violence? I think he's happy just to justify it with logic, isn't he? It doesn't need Bat- to be... Yeah. Batman's sort yeah. of a religion, think isn't it? Maybe... Oh yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, is the subject resolved that violence is justified and necessary to address his grievance? Mm. I mean, he didn't hit either of us on Saturday. Mm. He tried to he tried to uh he tried to kill me with that, that sword. No, with the axe. That is true. He did try to act yeah. with death. Alright. He also tried to glass you. Uh he did, yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, he's not a good friend, is he? No, not really. He's been he's been radicalised, really. So it's not his fault. Uh, research and planning is the subject a regular consumer of extremist propaganda? Yes. This well, I mean, he doesn't really ever listen to the podcast, does he? He's he's on it. But... Yeah. Uh, has the subject engaged in or discussed tradecraft to hide their online activities constant? Contextually different from previous activity, including encryption, IP anonymizers, stenography, password protected websites, uh, misattributable email accounts, or other. Well, he's been on a password protected website. Yeah. And I think, I mean, to be fair, most of it is probably in the service of hiding his pornography habit, but I mean, it's only a matter of time before that gets extended to terrorist literature. (laughs) Yeah. Does the subject have an intense interest or fascination with previous bombings or violent attacks? Um, uh, pass. Goes on Twitter, doesn't he? Hmm. 
Um, on to social. Has the subject changed his behaviours toward or approach to those outside of his in-group? Um, not really sure. Hmm. I mean, maybe that's what he's, he's experimenting with tonight. Well, he's either making friends or he's killing people. And it's... Uh, it's 50-50, it's really, isn't really, it? Yeah. Um, has the subject participated in gatherings where plotting violence is discussed? Well, I think he yes, did on well. Saturday. He went to a terrorist training camp in Coventry. <laughs> mm. Has the subject significantly changed his physical appearance? Um, Whatever. <laughs> mm. How would... I mean, he looks completely different now to when... Like, when I first like, met him, he was a little yeah. boy. <laughs> And now he's a big man. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'd say yes then. Okay. Uh, I'm just skipping through some of them because they're boring. Um, Has the subject sought training in the use of weapons or explosives? Yes. Within the last 12 months he has. He uh, went to another country just to learn how to shoot guns. So... Uh... Has the subject attempted to travel overseas to engage in violence? A lot of these questions seem to be very repetitive. They are, aren't they? Get over it, yeah. Uh, Final question. Is the subject aware of their watch listing status? Well, not at the moment. He's paranoid. As he doesn't listen to the podcast, he's not going to pick it up from this. But, uh, I mean, I've ticked enough boxes that it's... um, Let me just load the results. This is on BuzzFeed. Um... You are a terrorist, oh dear. Oh, Swearing. okay. I mean, that means that this podcast is now at least 50% terrorist. Mm. That's slightly higher than I'm comfortable with. Well, that's understandable. Mm. I mean, you know, nobody wants to admit that their uh, their organisation has been infiltrated by uh, extremist views. I've got some very distressing news. Okay. Um... I've gone to share it with us. I've gone to ratemydick.net and I searched for buddy partner and it says no results for search term buddy partner. That's not good, is it? What do you think? Right, what did you say you broke up? Oh, um I've gone to ratemydick.net uh, and I've searched buddy yeah. partner and there is no results. Oh no. It's like he's um Removed himself from the website. My suspicion is that um, Buddy Partner is actually Dan, and <laughs> when we set up an account and he and contacts him, he thought he'd been rumbled. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, no, are you I... still Buddy Partner still out? What are you talking about? Why can't you find him? Uh, where where am I loads. looking? Is it all one word? Maybe Chris has been blocked. Yeah. Oh, phew. Phew. I'm very relieved. Thank God for that. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's nothing new, is there? No, <laughs> Maybe it was just a trick of mine to get you back onto the website. Maybe. And it worked. Okay. There's no new ones. It's a shame he hasn't... Yeah, he's not put a screwdriver up there yet. <laughs> no, paintbrush. paintbrush. That's what he asked for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What a disappointment. Okay, that that's okay. Well, it's quite a relief that he's still there, but it's a disappointment there's nothing new. I wouldn't like to think he had uh, taken his art elsewhere. So is so is Graham uh Graham is is Dan a terrorist? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we established yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, big time. Unquestionably. He's going to get taken I down. I mean the, the bit about yeah, the, the bit about you know having been arrested uh, under the Terrorism Act or having committed uh, terrorist attacks, I kind was, of you know. it was, yeah, it was all of those um, suicide bombings that he did that, that made me think he was suicide bombings. Yeah, yeah, not not very successful ones he's then. Not, no, he's rubbish at it. No, he's, yeah, he's, he's awful. He killed loads of other still... people, but he didn't die himself. Just uh, got a bad wrist. Right. Okay. Um, is that um, is that good humour? Suicide bombing 
jokes. What, talking about suicide bombings. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't laugh at them, then they've they've won, haven't they? Okay. So that it's an okay for a joke as long as no one laughs. No, if you laugh at. Hang on, what did I say? If you don't laugh at them, then they've won. Right. That's what I mean. Okay. So we make that joke, and if people don't laugh... Then the we, terrorists win. We accuse them of terrorism. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. For not laughing. Only a terrorist wouldn't laugh at that. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fine, just, just so I know where I am. You're in the kitchen, Chris. Yeah, I am. I'm in the kitchen. Did you Have you enjoyed my kitchen-themed noises? Because we're missing Dan, I thought I should, um, should unnecessarily make some some loud noises. I do like a lot of banging around. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Hmm. It's like Dan's here in person. Can you just like shuffle th- through some things right in front of your microphone? Um. Oh, I kind of I, I I don't really feel like Dan's here right now. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. It's, it's like he's in the room. Yeah. Good. So, um, is there anything else we're going to talk about? Hello? Hi. I don't know. I mean, who's who's actually driving this? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think we've kind of just been sitting in the back chatting and not realised we've been careening down the road. Well, I think we're just stationary, aren't we? Well, are we... Are we? What else is there to talk about? Uh, I haven't got anything. Oh, okay. Unless <sighs> anybody else has. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I think we've exhausted your bumhole. Mm. My, well, my bumhole is exhausted. I. It's amazing how much uh, how much shitting takes it out of you. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be funnier to talk about uh, your horrible diarrhea. No, it's just quite harrowing. <laughs> I was so dehydrated over the weekend that I looked like Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the uh, the ability to combine shitting and political humour. Mm. It's all we've got really these days, isn't it? Did you see uh, the government response to the uh, the Trump petition? Oh, they just said, nah, fuck off, we like him, he's coming. They said yeah, they said they basically said, Well, we appreciate your views, um, and obviously you know we're we're all about the will of the people, but it's kind of too late now because Theresa said he could come and if she turns around and says no now, it'll make her look like a fucking idiot. Mm. And enough people are doing that already, and to be honest, she's doing a pretty good job of it on her own. The last thing we want is uh, is anything extra on top of that. Mm. So instead they apparently going to move it until like August when Parliament's in recess so that he can't attend Parliament, therefore can't be told that he's not allowed to. And they're considering like having him visit somewhere like Birmingham um, instead of London because people will protest there apparently and not in Birmingham, which I think is a bit of a misread of the situation. I am um, more likely to go to Birmingham to protest than I am to go to London and protest. Yeah. There was some there was some like theory that they might have him uh, like do a rally somewhere like the NEC mm. and charge for it so that people wouldn't protest. Mm. Like, I think you you fail to understand how many people would be willing to pay yeah. uh, so to go and call them out back and shout wanker. Yeah. Or even better, just pay and not turn up. Yeah. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah. I'd pay thirty quid not to attend a Trump rally. Think of all the other things that you could buy with that 30 quid, though. Oh, yeah, but I mean, I'm not sure any of them would give me the same satisfaction. Um, like knowing that the, uh, the orange idiot is just standing in front of the NEC, an empty hall at the NEC. I think you'd need to buy it. You'd need to spend a lot more than 30 quid then. Cause well, I mean, I, I, I would hope to organise more than just me doing it. Oh, I see. Um, and then just like have him standing in an empty room going on about how he's the best and the fake media is refusing to cover things. What's the capacity of the NEC? Uh, like, I mean, depending on which hall, like thousands. Uh, no clue. Oh. Um, I guess the other option is he goes somewhere like the NIA or, um, and then they can have him run the gladiators course. Star City. And then you might get stabbed. That'd be good. Hmm. Uh, I mean, there, let's be honest, there's any number of wonderful venues in Birmingham that he could uh, hold a rally at. 
He could uh, he could go to that karaoke place um, and just have a booth for he five could. people. Yeah. Um, and then he could uh, he could have like a, a backing track while he does his uh, his speech. And Dan could give him a hand job. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't seem overly enthusiastic about that sort of thing. Well, no one's enthusiastic about giving a hand job. People just accept that they've got to do it sometimes. Well, Dan especially wasn't. Mm. Like, he wasn't even warming to the idea. The idea, like, uh, not even when it was going to like get him out of prison. Not even once he'd started. <laughs> he was like, I mean, he, he yeah. was just uncomfortable with the thought of his pretend character having his knee touched. <laughs> you could see how physically uncomfortable he was when I said that my character sat next to his character and touched him on the knee. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing I wasn't there because our characters would have been having full-on intercourse by the end of well, the second I mean, they uh, wouldn't, room. Uh, you're not a gnome. Uh, well, says you. I think... Yeah, well, as I, as I created the characters, uh, yes, says me. You're an elf, be, sorry. It would be interspecies. Oh, yeah, but no, no. Chris isn't a, a gnome either. I was, a, I oh, was an orc. Um, but then... Yeah, he was an orc with a gnome they fetish. Let me do, they let me... I, I didn't I didn't create the gnome fetish. That was very much Chris's uh, own flavour text. Huh. Yeah, they let me create my own backstory, and that is was that I was a gnome right. fetishist. Hmm. Um, In retrospect, it was probably a mistake to let Chris create his own backstory, but... You could have gone for one that wasn't just one of the very standard, boring cliches, like a gnome fetish. <laughs> yeah. Um... It did. Uh, it did lead us to some, to some dark places. Yeah, I think I did. I did say pretty much the same thing you said, Graham. In that, if uh, if you had been there, then your character and my character would have had sex, and uh, <laughs> probably would have taken it into LARPing, and the others would have had to have gone back <laughs> to their room and um, just just uh, just listen. Well, we disappeared into yeah. the woods. <laughs> Yeah. And we could get back uh, my, and tell my... our respective wives. Uh, no, it's just just Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, my guts could not have coped with that. Maybe that would have been a fetish that I'd have developed. <sighs> I'm not quite sure what test you have to roll for fucking. Oh, um... I guess possibly dexterity. Maybe. It depends, doesn't uh, it? Probably constitution roll, just to see how long you can keep it going for. Yeah, okay. There must be... They must have thought about that. Maybe acrobatics. I reckon if you searched that, there would be there would be a system. Oh, I guarantee you there will be quite a lot of people who have discussed the best way to uh, to model uh, shagging in Dungeons & Dragons. So um, shall I do a search now so we can put our minds at rest? I'm, I'm going to go incognito. Because it's worrying enough that... Um, I haven't gone incognito for ratemydick.net. Um, <laughs> so, what do I have to search to find out? I need to balance it up a bit. Um, well, I mean, you can you can search whatever you like, but you know. What you were talking about? Se- something simple is like sex modelling. Yeah. What? What? Is that what it's called? <laughs> sex sex modelling in Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, like, like yeah. What 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 tests do you have to roll to uh, to succeed at sex? I mean, the last thing you'd want is a critical failure. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's sad that I know what that means now. Um, yeah. Although, to be fair, like, I mean, they, everyone ha- has them happen from you know, time to time. Is is sex modelling the right word? I mean, I don't know, because it's, it's not something I've searched for previously. Yeah, what, would you call fighting? what would you call fighting when you, you roll the dice? But that's, I mean, fighting's an encounter, and... Like the rolling the dice are tests, sex or sex. checks, checks in Dungeons and Dragons. Sex tests. Well, that's just going to get you address of a clinic, <laughs> isn't it? Okay. Sex three point five e variant rule D and D wiki. There we go. The variant oh, no, sex that's, rule. That's um. As a rough guide, when a female character engages in sexual intercourse, a simple DC twenty. Uh, can check will con check will determine if fertilization takes place. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Sure, it depends if fertilization is the intention. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going for that, then if you if you're trying, I presume if you're if you're trying to avoid, yeah, fertilization, it's a different check entirely. I mean, if you're in a dungeon, probably you are trying to avoid it. Oh, uh, okay. That's not the time that you start planning a family, is it? Really? There's a there's no, a Reddit. There's a good chance you'll both be dead. By there's then, a Reddit yeah. about mm. it. Does anyone ever include sex in their campaigns? Yes, of course they do. They're nerds. Right. It's non-stop nobbing. Uh, so then there's some people who say no, or they're boring. Yeah, why even bother? They think that role-playing the act itself is creepy. Um... What, in real they, life? They have some... No, in the in the game... Fairly creepy in real <laughs> life. They they say that they have moments where characters are romantically involved and they just fade to black. It wasn't really romance, was it, that I went for with Dan? No. <laughs> no, it, I, I think romance would be a very poor descriptor. Yeah. Just, just badgering. Uh, D and E. E... Sex tests. D&D Guide to Sex. Okay, no, that's just uh, like specific uh, fetishes. Uh, Okay, I found, I found, um, I am Erudite, who apparently is a druid. Uh, I've had some pretty decent experiences, including sex in campaigns. I think the most important part is having a group that is friendly and comfortable with one another. Well, that was the problem, wasn't it? Is Dan was just not comfortable. Yeah, I think that was very much the problem. If no one is actively trying to make others uncomfortable, I think Sex and ICI was actively trying to make him uncomfortable. Yes. Um, and it worked. <laughs> instantly. Uh, but only because he's so frigid. If he if he just loosened up, then he wouldn't have felt uncomfortable. Yeah. A few years back, I was DMing with a pretty regular group and one guy had decided to play a philandering rogue, an unusual character for him, and was always making passes at barmaids, etc. Whenever they would respond to his flirtation, they would come meet him in his room, we'd fade to black, and sometimes he would be fatigued the next day. <laughs> oh no, that's not good <laughs> enough, is it? He ended up getting captured by a raiding party of drow, and after he made a crude sexual remark about the priestess that was their leader, she started to torture him in sexual S&M inspired ways. As DM, I wouldn't describe it explicitly, but would cut to black after. The drow priestess approaches the rack to which you're bound, smiling as she opens a case filled with hundreds of long silver needles. Uh, Jesus. Elsewhere, the rest of the party thinks they almost hear screams in the distance, but decide it must be the wind. His character was quite a different individual after they finally rescued him from her clutches, and he was far or more respectful, and in fact almost afraid of the other female characters he encountered for the rest of the campaign. So, this isn't what we're after, because we want to know what, what we would roll. I mean, I guess arguably you don't have to do it. If it's all, if it's all uh, you know, consensual, then you uh, you probably don't need any tests. Mm. Yeah, the the sexy wrestling we did. But uh, if only I'd have mm. rolled higher then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were there were quite a lot of uh, of inopportune failures in that mm. game, including the bit where Dan threw you out a window. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in his defence, you were trying to have you were trying to kill him. Uh, yeah, but that was his fault for not not doing the hand job. So. Yeah, Chris the Chris the victim blamer. Hmm. Well, if Chris was thrown out the window, it sounds to me like he is the victim. Well, ultimately, this is very true. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Dan. Dan really wasn't wasn't helping matters. Uh, he needs to check his violent tendencies before they land him in with an extremist group. Well, absolutely. I haven't found out any answers yet about how you would, what dice you would roll. Well, it can be your homework for next week. Yeah. Oh, Graham, they have lots of different sized dices. Did you know about this? Yeah. 
lots no. of different sized dices. It was very exciting. Um, five different kinds of dices. Does that make? Does that sound right? I, I took. I seven. took seven. One, one dice, two dice. Seven. Isn't there it? were seven of them. Wow, that's a lot of dices. Mm. But they were just my cheap plastic ones, so. I've not. I'm still continuing not to find any answers. Well, I mean, as it is gripping radio, uh, do you want to come back to it next week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So, does anyone have? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Race. Uh, well, I'm very excited about RuPaul's Drag Race, but uh, none of you are, so. I'll just say I'm excited no. and you're not. There's cool story. Hmm? Good yeah. story, though. Well, there is going to be a, a British drag queen on it this year, so I think we all have a duty to to follow her. I imagine that the Daily Mail will be 100% behind her, the oh, red, sure. white, and blue drag queen. Um. It's a bit like how Greg Rosetsky was a British tennis player. But, uh, mm. yeah. Anyway, that's that's the reason to stay alive a little bit longer. Um, oh, good. We need one of those. Yeah. Excellent. Well, if nobody has uh, any other business, then uh, I will uh, call this uh, meeting of the Two Star Podcast to a close. Okay. okay. That was it, I just did right. it. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm going. Fair enough. Oh. I think it was solid, though, wasn't it? I did a solid poo today. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks.